0: Hello everyone, welcome to and welcome back to the Critique and Chill Podcast, as always it's your host Cadence, and in this review I'm going to be going over Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day is a suspense horror movie about a girl who gets murdered on her birthday, but somehow keeps reliving the day and must figure out a way to solve and prevent her own murder before she finds herself stuck in an endless loop of being killed, or worse. The movie is basically Groundhog's Day with a twist, and while I'm not sure a concept like this, when done right, can get old... I have personally never seen Groundhog's Day, so it's probably a factor in why I can keep seeing the whole keep reliving the, keep reliving a moment in time thing and not get bored. Before I even get into it, though, the movie's good. I love it. One of the things that I've always liked about this idea is how much potential catharsis is to be had with the whole idea. While I personally have a relatively low amount of regret in my life, there is not a day in my life that, that goes by that I don't wonder, hey, what would happen if I didn't do this or if I did do this differently? So when I watch anything with the premise of being able to relive something, it is automatically relatable to me because now the main character has the opportunity to redo the day and they have the the ability to get it right. So happy death day where this movie tends to shine, in my opinion, is in the characters because of the fact that they are basically just like reliving a single day over and over again. They have to be interesting enough for you to want to watch them and want to see how they're going to react when put in the same scenario with a slight difference. And I love the characters in this movie. They all have a consistent and easy to spot personality. where they're, And it makes it to a point where there's never a time where you look at them and be like, man, that's out of character for that person. But also, they're interesting enough so where they don't get boring. So you actually do want to see what they're going to do. With that said, there's only one character that is incredibly inconsistent, and it's the antagonist, the killer. You're able to figure out pretty early that the movie's actually pretty grounded in reality, aside from the whole relive the day upon death thing. So the killer isn't some spiritually charged monster, and they're not a mutated psycho killer. They are very clearly a regular person. So when you see them do stuff like survive hits to the head from a hammer and be able to somehow lift the body off the ground like it's nothing, it kind of takes you out of the movie for a little bit, but not too much. And honestly, that's my only real bit of criticism. Aside from the normal denseness of character that just has to exist in any horror movie in order for it to go on, like people making the dumbest choice possible even when the solution is right there, and not having common sense the movie is actually pretty solid and can actually keep you real deal invested and even when it comes to that cliche stupidity it's not to the point where the characters are so dumb that they don't seem like real people every choice give and take that is made in this movie even the bad ones are choices that you could reasonably imagine a regular non-fictional character doing or making While I'm still onto the characters, real quick, the standout performances, in my opinion, are for the characters of Tree and Carter, played by Jessica Roth and Israel Broussard, respectively. The chemistry between these characters at the beginning is virtually non-existent, and at the end actually ends up growing into a real relationship that is believable because of all the curveballs that are thrown at the relationship by the premise. In short, it's interesting to see a relationship between two people when only one person is remembering their time together and that time itself is only one day set on repeat. What I absolutely love about this movie is how much they follow through on the idea. I'm someone who likes to question the actions of the characters in a movie every step of the way, so to see a movie with the ability and the know-how to try every single action that could be used to solve the conflict, and then come up with the reason for it to not work, is really fun to me. It made me feel like I was really a part of the main character's journey, constantly finding myself frustrated because of how sure I was that this plan was supposed to work this time. Of course, there's always some room for error, like there are some cases when the best thing to do would have just been to do everything the exact same, but maybe sidestep this or don't pick up that. But that line of thinking, while practical for real life, would be boring and repetitive to watch in a movie, so it's forgiven. All in all, I had a really great time watching this movie, and while it is kind of slow and irritating at the beginning because of the groundwork that has to be laid... It only makes the second half that much more enjoyable because you understand what it took to get there. This movie has suspense, horror, comedy, romance, a surprising amount of mystery and intrigue for a would-be slasher film, and some real-deal emotional weight that as long as you are immersed, you can really feel the moments. And there's even times when you end up feeling the same way as the character does, which to me is always a plus. And while the second watch of the movie is definitely less immersive, it is way more fun as you begin to pick up on different things and ask different questions now that you know the ending. In short, while I could see some people might not liking this movie and it definitely has its issues, I loved it. And I think that it's a definite watch. Well, y'all, that is it for my review of Happy Deaf Day. Thank you for watching. If this is your first time, thank you. If this is your second, third, fourth, however many times, thank you. It's all much appreciated. If you want to dive further into the podcast, be sure to go and follow me at Critique Chill on Twitter. That's where any and everything about this will be posted eventually. Um, Aside from that, I'm just really thankful for anyone who took the time to listen. So, thank you.